If it's the glory of God to conceal a matter and the glory of kings to search it out, then Queen, we have a few questions to ask and a few conversations to have. I am your host, Liv Dooley, and I cannot wait to introduce you to some of the women who inspire me to fall more deeply in love with the Word of God and walk in integrity in new ways every day. I am so grateful that you're here. Let's go on and get to work. Hey y'all, it's me, Liv, and I am so incredibly grateful that you are back for another conversation here at The Best Kept Secret. Y'all, it is that time where we get to enjoy a little QT session. You already know Mm -hmm. QT stands for quality time. And we are here with Tanya. Tanya girl, how are you doing? Oh, Liv, honestly, I'm doing really good. I've been going through this transitional period in life. Um, I mentioned to you that I just started a new job. So it's just a lot of working out some kinks and getting used to different things, but it's been really enjoyable. And I feel like I know that God lined this up for me. So it's been really good. So I'm really thankful for this season. And of course, I'm I'm so glad to be here with you tonight. Oh my goodness. I am so Super, super grateful for you. And it has been so fun to celebrate with you. This job is so cool. And I know that it was definitely a desire of your heart. So Mm -hmm. I just praise the Lord that he has fulfilled that and he's doing even more. So amazing. I wish we were closer so we could have like cookies and cake to really celebrate. Um, (laughs) But we're going to have to show up next time with something Mm -hmm. to drink and something that we're eating on and act like we're celebrating even though we're on Zoom. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I can do that. I can do that. But how are you doing? How are you, girl? How are you? Girl, I am good. I am really good. I have been working on the Bible study that I am hoping and praying to release this fall. And it has been absolutely exhilarating. I have spent about four years with this study and to just get to the point where I am putting the finishing touches on it so I can send it off to the editor and then get it into the hands of women is what I was made for. So mm-hmm. I am amazing. <laughs> yes. You said it's what I was made for. And I love that. I love that feeling when you know that you're doing exactly what God has placed in your heart. Like there, there, there's no other, there's no better feeling. I honestly feel that. Congratulations to you, Liv. I know it's going to be excellent. Uh, I just Thank know you. it's going to be so empowering. Thank you for this. Thank you that it's coming. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait to get into your hands. You know, I will say that I had a moment where I really had to pray and I felt the Lord asking me, are you going to prioritize people's opinion and people's approval above Mm -hmm. my presence or are Mm -hmm. you going to do what you know I've given you to do? And Mm -hmm. I will share that. In the fall, my agent received different words of wisdom and advice for the work that I was doing. And they were sharing, you know, people aren't really buying Bible studies. So if she wants to do a trade book, which is a traditional book, then we'll consider that. But we're Mm -hmm. not going to consider a Bible study. 
And I, you know, I just stuck with it because I'm like, I feel like this is what the Lord has given me. And girl, I'm so grateful I stuck with it. I'm like, this is where he's at. This is what he has for me in this season. And it feels so good to choose his presence above people's approval and, you know, the opportunity to get that stamp of that traditional publishing company. And it, to be honest, has been a true test of my mm-hmm. integrity, I feel, because, you know, mm-hmm. I'm out here telling people all the time, like, follow <laughs> the Lord's presence. And so, mm-hmm. It would be a shame. It would be an absolute shame for me not to do that myself. And so it feels good. It feels good to do what we know to do. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And I guarantee you there is going to be a market that is so unexpected for this study. I literally have a couple people who are asking me for Bible studies, for online Bible studies. And I'm like, okay, when I get information, I'll let you know. There's there's a desire and there's a hunger. And God, I love that God does this. He places something in a woman four years ago and gives it time to grow and to grow and to develop into something that's going to be birthed right in the season where it's needed or right before the season where it's needed so that it will be ready. So like, just thank you. Thank you for leaning into the voice of God and just for staying with what he gave you. God bless you and God bless this study. I know it will be fabulous. Thank you so much. Y'all make me brave. You really do. Every (laughs) single last one of you make me brave. Y'all already know we got to come together every week and I cannot, (laughs) I cannot come here and encourage anybody to do something that I'm not doing, which is the subject of our conversation. We are talking about integrity. And last time we were together, we really began this conversation with the need to be honest with yourself about where you are, which is a form of self-awareness. I personally had to grow in it, but I want to know, have you always been super self-aware? Is this how you would describe yourself or would you say that you are yet developing it? I would honestly say that I have, for as long as I can remember, especially my Christian journey, I really personally personally feel that I've been very self-aware. I've always felt very aware of if the decision I was making was the wrong one, even if I was continuing with it, I'm not going to lie. Okay. But I've always just felt this knowing that, no, this is not right. No, I should not have said that in that way. Even though I felt that they should not have said that to me, I should not have said that to them, for example. So I'm not going to say that I'm perfect. Okay. Or that I don't have any blind spots. I'm sure that my my husband may not always agree that I'm very self-aware, okay? <laughs> but I trust, I honestly do feel that I'm self-aware. And I found myself asking God at times, God, like, why is it always me? Why do always I have to be the one to, to say sorry or to fix it? You know, like, what about the other person? Like, you know, um, so that's why I honestly would say that I do find myself to be self-aware, but I'm sure that there's areas for me to grow in it for sure as well. Um, So what about you? Like, do you find yourself very self-aware? Do you know? 
I think I am now, but mm -hmm. I have definitely had to develop and grow in it. I'll tell you that once I moved to Las Vegas and just completely had this incredible transformation in the shortest amount of time ever when I went into a Bible-believing, spirit-filled church, mm -hmm. I stopped going to clubs. I stopped drinking almost instantly. It was absolutely crazy. My friends from college were like, who is this chick? And I really thought that I had it all together. And so within the first couple of years here, I started getting into ministry at my church and my mentor would always talk about the opportunity that we have to work with two different types of people. One of the types of people are the faithful few, those who show up, you know, day in and day out, the dependable ones whom you can always trust, and the incredibly gifted creative types that mm -hmm. are a little more flighty. Mm -hmm. And so in one conversation she and I had together, I was like, oh. I'm definitely faithful to you. And I didn't mean it to brag or anything. I just felt like I was somebody that would always show up and, you mm -hmm. know, try to give my best and you could depend on me. And she chuckled and said, oh, no, you are the gifted, talented, creative type. <laughs> yeah, and absolutely. I appreciate her honesty because it helped to make me more self-aware. Mm -hmm. Apparently... I am not always as consistent as I planned or hoped to be. <laughs> so I've had to develop it and grow into it for sure. But it's good that she shared that with you, at least as humbling as it may have felt at the moment. <laughs> it's good that she shared it with you, of course, just to make you aware, you know, and to show you that there's, there's this area in your life or in your heart or personality that just can you some work or some growth or some attention, you know, and it's okay. Absolutely. That's good. That's good. Because at the end of the day, when we talk about integrity and we talk about being integrated and really ensuring that we are presenting ourselves, you know, um, consistently, mm -hmm. then we develop trust and build reliance so that other people realize that they can, you know, trust and rely on the work that we're going to do and the opportunity that we have to partner together. So mm -hmm. I, I do feel like it's important, but I know that our personalities can sometimes influence the way that we show up as well. What do you think? Absolutely. I'm just here reflecting on just you mentioning the term consistently. I just have to confess. Let me just be honest. Sometimes I am, I don't know if the term is scared, but I'm hesitant about that term consistent because my personality type and the way that I, the way that I grew up, the structure that I grew up in was very unstructured. And so that's, that is exactly how I am. I mean, of course, there are some routines. I get up and get my kids ready for school and daycare pretty much every single day, you know, and then get myself to work. But there are a lot of things that I can't say that I do every single day at the same time in the same routine with consistency. And I've come to realize, I used to beat myself up about it a lot, but I've come to realize that it's part of my personality type to not exactly be maybe 100% rigid to a schedule or, you know, to a time. However, even if I'm 
not perfect at doing something on a daily basis at the same time. Like consistency also matters in the heart because we can be rigid and consistent in time frames and confines, almost like um, almost like the Pharisees, you know, almost like Old Testament law keeping, you know, doing the right things every every time the right ways. Um, but being far from God in your heart, you know? And so I've realized more than anything is just paying to make sure that my heart is where God wants it to be. And I may not be able to be perfect and, and delivery or necessarily availability, especially now as a mom, but my heart is consistent and God, I feel, I, I feel that I know when God is pulling me to do something, you know, even on IG, for example, on Instagram, I used to be much more frequent of a poster. I think before I gave birth to three children and probably since I, (laughs) of course, since I went back to work after having my third child, my posting has gone down so much. So much has happened in life, but my posting has gone down so much. However, every now and then, I, I don't know, maybe I've made four posts or five since I gone back, since I've returned to work. Like I, f- I find so much response because people have found me to be consistent as a believer. Even if I don't post very regularly, they know my heart, they know my content, and they know that I'm going to have the same message. You know, so I think that we should... It's important to understand your personality type so that you don't compare yourself with the very rigid person who seems to be the perfectly faithful and who has a lifestyle that could maybe match it, (laughs) you know, Um, but we've got to understand who we are, understand our hearts and how they are before God and just serve him um, as wholeheartedly as possible from that place. You get what I mean? I do. And I love that perspective. I really do. I think that it is incredibly helpful because I don't even know that I meant consistent as much as I mean faithful and transparent. Um, I am sure that anybody who knows me knows that I have grown in inconsistency. This podcast is proof, y'all. This podcast Amen. is proof. What? <laughs> I still have a variety of factors that, you know, do at times influence my emotions or Mm -hmm. my um, ability to show up and give my all to the particular activity that I am working on. What I have found, though, is the need to become transparent about that and ensure that I'm not just, you know, um, sharing that I'm going to keep a commitment and then causing others to question why my work ethic is so inconsistent, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Why it seems as if I may create work that is at an incredibly high level one day and then doesn't even, you know, meet any of Mm -hmm. the excellence that I shared the second day. And so I have found that transparency is key because transparency can also build trust. But I definitely don't think that we should change our personalities to become like others. I'm probably a little less spontaneous than you because I do like scheduling a lot. (laughs) But I don't think that we should change our personalities at all. I just think that we should work with others and ensure that we are communicating 
appropriately in making, I guess, mm, amendments at mm -hmm. times where we can for them yeah. when their personalities need us to meet them where they are as well. What do you think? No, yeah, I definitely hear that. One way that I work on keeping myself accountable when I really need to work on consistency and something that I have committed to this year, for example, is building community or ensuring community. Because if I cannot keep a commitment that I want to hold, I know that there is a Christian woman somewhere or a group of Christian women or Christian people somewhere that are graced to do it and can help me do it. And I have found that I've believed the lie of the enemy for too long that I shouldn't need other people's help to, to maintain in this Christian walk, you know? And so it's not about trying to be perfect. It's a, it is about developing and growth and progress. And just one serious area that I realize I need to work at and stay and really stay connected to is community. It really helps that area for me, right? Because we just can't flake in everything. When God calls us to something, for example, like you said, this podcast, we have to be on the ball. We have to do it. And I'm sure that connecting with all of your guests is one thing that, of course, helps you to be consistent. I know that you're up sometimes very early hours for very late hours and you're putting in the work. You've got a commitment with them. They've got a commitment with you. And that's like a community in itself, right, um, of accountability. Uh, so definitely community and accountability is a big piece for me this year. And um, I'm definitely seeing the fruits and I just I've got to continue with it. When I feel things slowing down, I want to continue with it too. Embracing who I am and realizing, okay, if I need to be strengthened in an area, then I need to make sure I figure out how, you know? I love that. I love that you introduced accountability into this conversation. I feel like that was the word I was reaching for, <laughs> but couldn't exactly find. I think it is so powerful because when we recognize that we're in community with others and we are accountable to them as well as they are accountable to us, it helps us to grow in transparency. It helps yes. us to, you know, develop greater levels of self-awareness and honesty mm -hmm. about what we're truly dealing with so that we can, you know, begin to put in the work in those areas that we need to as well and not always just excuse it as a part of our personality because woo, yeah. I have been that one. My husband, if we're going to talk about husbands and what they have to say, would definitely <laughs> love to come in here and talk about how many excuses I have made on behalf of my personality. And one woman that I am just blown away by in the scriptures is the Shunammite woman in 2 Kings chapter four. And, mm -hmm. you know, I had never really seen her in light of integrity or even in light of the unlikely friendship that she developed with the prophet Elisha or Elisha, however you may pronounce it. Mm -hmm. But it just amazes me because, you know, one, this woman must have had an incredible relationship with the Lord because in a time where false prophets were just roaming around everywhere, she recognizes mm -hmm. that he is a man of God. And then yes. she makes concessions to invite him into her home. But what yes. amazes me is her husband's response. You know, whenever, and I get a lot of ideas, but whenever I get an idea, my husband almost groans like, oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> and after we pray about it, if it is something that he truly feels is of the Lord, then he is all in. But mm -hmm. there have been times where I have shared this is from the Lord. This is from the Lord. And then I become incredibly overwhelmed because I rushed it because mm -hmm. I didn't wait on the Lord to give me every step that, you know, I should have. And I put a lot more pressure on my family than I needed to. And he kind of begins to rebel against that and wonder, you know, in future times, okay, you said the last thing was from the Lord. Yeah, Are you sure this is from the Lord? And that <laughs> speaks to that need to grow in yeah. transparency and some yeah. faithfulness as I wait on the Lord to, you know, ensure that he has given my husband the same word. So mm -hmm. I love the fact that when the Shunammite woman tells her husband that she wants to build an addition onto their home their and home furnish it for the man of God. He does. He trusts yep. the word that comes from her because of the integrity that she has served him and her community with. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. And I, I've never really looked at it like that. I think it's so easy to just gloss over the fact that he said, yeah, okay. But it's so true. Like he has to, he has to know her heart. He has to know her heart as a woman of God. And if not, he'd question it. He yeah. maybe disagree, but in this instance, definitely, that's it's definitely a nugget I hadn't noticed. I am super excited because this week I will be releasing a little study from 2 Kings chapter 4 and chapter 8 on you version. So stay tuned for that because it's coming out. Um, okay. But I just believe that this woman has a lot to teach us. And we kind of get caught up, you know, in some of the larger events in her life. But yeah. I find that integrity is about paying attention to those little things. So. Yep. I am incredibly grateful for how he is developing us in every way. Y'all, I want to leave you with one verse. The New International Version shares it, and it's the most interesting translation I found because it says that the integrity of the upright guides them, but yes. the unfaithful are destroyed by their duplicity. Mm. My goodness, Listen. <laughs> by their duplicity, by that, you know, that behavior and that double-mindedness. I was going to say, by duplicity, do you mean double-mindedness? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. And so, you know, I have, y'all, just going to put myself out there once again. This is something that continues to cause my husband to question me when I say this is what I feel like the Lord is saying to us because I'll mm -hmm. go back and forth. Why? Yeah. Because I haven't waited before the Lord on his timing. I haven't waited on the Lord for his complete peace. I haven't waited yeah. on the Lord for him to give my husband a similar vision. And so I'll go back and forth between, mm, yeah, now, okay, maybe not. Um, mm -hmm. I think we should do this. Okay, well, nah. and my husband is just like, wait, wait, wait. I thought you said. <laughs> and so it has brought a lot of controversy into my marriage. And I just bless the Lord for how he has taught me the importance of integrity and mm -hmm. truly seeking him in everything so that I don't have to show up as 
double-minded in any way, not which he wants to bless me and my husband with for the things he's called us to. Amen. And you know what? Sometimes when it feels like your husband doesn't see what you feel God is placing in your heart, it might feel frustrating or I'm not sure maybe what the term is belittling or something, but I just thank God because God uses our husbands to act as kind of like a check and balance for us that we need sometimes and we may not want But it's one more layer of accountability that God just allows us to have, especially when we're talking about things we feel he has called us to do. Definitely. I I love that. It's tough. (laughs) It's tough at times, but I love it. God is good anyhow. And we love our husbands anyhow. (laughs) Anyhow. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So good. So good. I hope that you all enjoyed this conversation as much as we have. I've definitely gotten a lot out of this, Tanya. I want to thank you just for your insight and your wisdom. That accountability is incredibly Mm -hmm. important. And I am so appreciative that you brought it out for this podcast. So, As always, thank you so much for having me. And I just want to encourage everyone who's listening. You know what? You may not feel like integrity is your word or like consistent is your word, but I think that first of all, if you're continuing to listen to this podcast, The Best Kept Secret, you love God because this is all about God, first of all, first and foremost. But second of all, maybe instead of just looking at your actions and judging yourself on your integrity, start checking your heart. And if you feel that there's duplicity, double-mindedness, just surrender it to God. Because first of all, he knows it's there anyway. And when you open it to God and when you bear it to God, he can work on it if you allow him. So I just want to encourage you, like, don't shy away. I mentioned earlier, sometimes that term consistency, it kind of irks me, but I confess, God, I'm struggling in this area. I'm struggling with keeping up. I'm struggling with handling it. And when I open it and surrender it and confess it to God, he gives me a tool. He gives me a know-how or he's like, yeah, it's okay. (laughs) You know, so that I don't feel so bad. So I just, I just want to encourage you, like, don't shy away from the term integrity. As believers, we're called to have integrity and God is going to give it to you and God is going to help you to maintain it. It's not about what you can do on your own and in your own strength. It's about like letting him work through you, letting him convict you, letting him like just strengthen you, letting him lead you, like let him do it and bear yourself before him. Give him the room. He's got you. He's got you. He's got you. That is a word. My goodness. Let's pray. Thank you, man. Father God, we just thank you and we bless you for the opportunity to come before you and to trust that you will continue to perfect us until the day that we meet you. My God, we are here to say yet again, search me. Such yes, know all of my ways. Hallelujah. My God, we want to be 
completely unwavering. We don't want to have any duplicity found within us. And so we ask right now, Lord God, that you give us the power, the love, and the sound mind that you promised us in your word. We do just bless you for how you are working in and through us. And that as you continue to perfect our faith, as you continue to lead us to wait before you until we have perfect peace to move out, you, Lord Jesus, will help us to develop greater trust and reliance yes. with others as they develop greater trust and reliance on us. Yes, My God, Lord. it is an honor to have the beauty of accountability in mm-hmm. this world as we walk in your way, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. It is always so nice to spend a little quality time with you. Now, if you have a moment more, would you please head over to Apple Podcasts, Audible, or Spotify and leave a rating and review? It would truly help other women find this content. And I really would be very grateful. In between time, I am at Candid Live and Tanya is at Tanya.impactfully on Instagram. Hope to talk to you soon. Have a beautiful week. Love you.